Tackling your business's finance to-dos can be daunting enough without being slowed down by QuickBooks. More like slow books. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite right now. That's NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This is the Marketing the Millionaires podcast, episode number 26. Welcome to the Marketing the Millionaires podcast. I am your host, Kelly O'Neill. In this ever-changing economy, marketing premium services to premium clients who can afford your services is a key strategy in recession-proofing your business and thriving through uncertain times. Each week, join me to learn the best practices in marketing to this discerning audience, as well as enjoying insightful and candid interviews with millionaires, as well as the most brilliant business minds who have mastered the art of marketing to affluent clientele. Let's get started on this week's episode. Hey everyone, it's Kelly O'Neill and welcome back to another episode of the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. For the next several weeks, we are going to be running a very special series where I'm going to open the doors to private conversations that I have had with my Marketing to Millionaires strategic partners during our expert summit. This summit is no longer available publicly. However, we are going to be sharing the episode tidbits with you here, and we're going to be giving you an opportunity at the end of the episode to come and join us in the Marketing to Millionaire Success Circle, where you can actually gain access to the tens of thousands of dollars of bonuses that they are offering to you. So this is a series that you do not want to miss. So make sure that you've got something to write with because you are going to be flooded with juicy information. All right, let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and I want to welcome you back to the Marketing to Millionaires Expert Summit. And today, I am with my partner and special guest, Matt Johnson of Microfamous. So I met Matt, actually, he reached out to me probably about a year ago. A couple years ago. Yep, Mm -hmm. yep, to be on his podcast. And then after I got talking to him, I realized how much synergy we had in common. We ended up becoming partners in business as strategic partners and... Uh, He is my go-to expert for all things podcasting. He has recently released a book that is absolutely phenomenal called Micro Famous, and he teaches entrepreneurs just like you how to utilize podcasting to not only get clients, but today we're going to talk about how to use podcasting as a forum to get affluent clients. So welcome, Matt. What's up, Kelly? Great to be here. Love it. So, all right. So tell me why you think podcasting, because I think podcasting is a great way to reach affluent clients. What is it about podcasting that makes it a great way to reach your affluent clients? Okay. So the way that I look at podcasting is that it has really two essential purposes, which are networking and teaching. And both of those fit really well within the ecosystem of anybody trying to reach affluent clients. Because the easiest way to get somebody that's affluent and busy and successful on the phone right now is to invite them onto a podcast or pitch yourself onto theirs, mm-hmm. right? So, so when I say podcasting, I do mean both hosting and, and being a guest. 
So that's number one is networking. The second thing is teaching, which you know that one of the best ways to indoctrinate people in, in the most positive sense of taking your belief system and putting content out there that gets people to agree with you is to get them to listen to your podcast where you have absolute control of the message that you're putting into the world. Because if you have a message that speaks really deeply to the affluent, all you need is to get their attention and get them to invest some time with you. And there's no better place to do that than podcast rather than trying to, let's say, put out one random piece of Facebook content that might grab their attention for five or 10 seconds. A podcast gives you their attention for 15, 30, 45 minutes. Way, way, way better in terms of like building trust, which um, is one of the key drivers of why an affluent person buys from someone. I love it. Now, you and I both agree that not everyone is ready to host a podcast. So there are people out there, and one of the reasons that I love Matt so much is his level of integrity in business and, you know, there are people out there that are like, you know what, you're just brand new to business, start a podcast. And Matt and I are like, no, don't do that. So when is the right time to either be, become, like to start pitching guest spots and or to start your own podcast? Okay. So two different answers because the right time to start getting featured is, is whenever you have something to sell because you can always just share you know, the things that you're learning, the things that you're doing for clients, you don't need to be at a certain level to start pitching yourself and reaching out and getting featured. So I would do that right away. Well, Partially they do, because they do it solves the problem. A, they do need to have a message. They need right? to have something to sell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. You need to have some expertise. You need to have something that you're selling, but as long as you've got a product to sell and you have something to say about that and why your product is the way it is, then you have things that someone like you could help them find in their messaging. They may not know what their message is yet, but yeah. you would help them discover what that is. And once they've got that down, then by all means go pitch yourself. Now, the bigger question that most people ask is, well, when, if I, if I'm, you know, if I'm doing those things, well, then when do I launch my own? And to me, here's the answer. When you've solved the problem of having new people come into your world, and now you have the new problem of how do I get these people to buy from me, that's the time when you start a podcast. Okay, right? so then it becomes more on a lead that for conversion. people that are maybe newer to marketing and business. Yeah, so, so you have people like, like we live in an age where we think that attention is the problem. That's not the problem. Because then once you figure out how to get people's attention, you realize that was never the problem. The problem was getting them to believe with what you believe so that they actually sign up and work with you. It does no good to attract somebody's attention if they don't end up agreeing with anything you say and they just move on to the next person that grabs their attention. So we, we've been playing for about the last 10 or 15 years. Essentially, we've been playing the wrong game. We bought into the lie that if we just get attention, it converts automatically into sales. I don't think that's really ever been true. And now we're kind of back to reality, you know, where that's mm -hmm. not, it's definitely not true now. It may have looked like it was true for a short time in the online world. So I don't think you need to be um, any sort of high level marketing person to understand podcasting because what it really is, is it is a space where you get to have an ongoing conversation with a group of people that you're hoping to lead from point A to point B. If you tell them how you're going to do that and you give them content that speaks deeply to them because you understand them better than everyone else, you will win. If you don't, you will lose. And it's, it's really that simple. So one of the things that I love about this, you guys, is in the Marketing to Millionaires framework that we teach, for the right types of entrepreneurs that this makes sense for, we absolutely recommend podcasting. And part of the reason we recommend that very specifically for affluent clients is your affluent clients want content on demand. They want to be able to listen and gain the information that they desire when they, when they want it. 
right? And they want it in short, bite-sized chunks. Like something that they could, um, like think about it this way. This is kind of the way that I think about creating all content for affluent clients. It is, can they do it during a cardio workout at the gym? Mm -hmm. Can they do it on a drive in between, you know, home and the office? Can they do it on a short commuter flight, you know, from San Francisco to LA? If that's the case, that is affluent, that is affluent gold because they love to be able to accomplish things. And this is the medium of choice because it's so portable. They don't have to pay attention to anything. They just stick in their AirPods and off they go. Yeah. Right. So it is such yeah. a great medium for that, that purpose. Um, yeah. And, and the good thing is, is the podcasting, you don't have to talk about just the tactical things of how to be successful or, or the, or the, you know, the nuts and bolts of what you do. Like there, there's a different way to accomplish that, which is to give them a different perspective that gives them permission to do or be something right away from listening to your show, right? So one of the things that I talk about is you don't need a big audience. Well, that gives my permission right away to the people that are on the receiving end of that to go, oh man, like I, I, it just, it, I don't have to build a huge audience to be successful. That takes a lot of the burden off, right? So I give people like my goal in 10 or 15 minutes on a podcast episode isn't to give a whole bunch of tactical stuff that they need to do. Because that's one thing with the affluent you do have to be aware of is they, they have enough things on their to-do list. If you can show them how they can take things off of their to-do list and still reach their mm -hmm. goals, they're going to freaking love you. Yep. 100%. All right. So for those of you who are ready for, for a podcast, because again, the other thing is you got to be pitchable and we're going to, we're going to talk about that, right? You can't, you know, these, when you host a podcast, I host a podcast, Matt hosts a podcast or a couple podcasts. Um, and you get pitched all the time. And, you know, one of the things that I love about some of the, the programs that Matt has is he teaches you how to pitch effectively to get to book those podcast interviews because there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it. And if you don't, if you don't get that, like you can, you can spend the next three months pitching and the only podcast you're going to end up on are the ones that have no listeners, right? Yes. Which doesn't really do you any good. So what are your three profit inducing tips to market to affluent clients using podcasts? Number one thing would be find what your discovery story is. So if you go back into your history and you look at what led to the original insight behind what you do now, right? So what, what was that original event? What was that moment in time where you realized, oh man, I can do something different and I can get people results. Whatever that is for you, it's different for every expert, but every expert has a story like that, right? Mm -hmm. It's your, it's your, uh, it's your Edison discovering the light bulb moment, whatever that looks like. So that's the first thing. If you get that thing right, you can actually get a lot of other things wrong. You can pitch yourself. You can have somebody else pitch you. You can send typos in your email. You can send long emails that are too long, too short, whatever. If you get that one thing right to where that discovery story is honed in and has a really good one sentence description of what you want to talk about, you can start reaching out in a whole bunch of different ways to different podcast hosts and you're going to get yeses. And to me, that's the, that's the, the best fastest way to start doing that because everything else, you know, tips two and three are essentially just do more of it because mm -hmm. the doing of it solves the problem. If you're uncomfortable, if you think you're not pitchable yet, just get your discovery story down and start pitching because the act of getting interviewed is part of what gives you the clarity to hone in on that and then get featured on more podcasts and that you like, you know, we've talked about this before, 
you can't out hustle bad strategy, but your good strategy doesn't usually come in one big flash of insight. It's an evolving thing that comes in multiple flashes over time. So the more, the faster you just get into action and start getting interviewed, the more clarity comes kind of over time and you'll get those flashes that'll, that'll push you forward faster uh, in your strategy. So that, to me, that's the, that's the best place to start and then just keep on doing it. I love that. And, you know, and again, and in, when we teach people, um, when we help you put together your marketing millionaire strategy, we look at like, what is the path? Because the other mistake that I tend to see entrepreneurs make is, oh, well, it's all about exposure. I just need to get out and start talking about what I do. But if you get on a, if you get on a podcast and you don't have anywhere to lead them, you're just talking, right? And hopefully they <laughs> yes. find you, right? So right. there needs to actually be like a client path. You know, like as an example, you know, when I speak, I lead people to our find special report or back to our marketing the millionaires, um, our success circle, you know, Matt, Matt, you know, invites people. Well, you'll, you'll just have to wait and see at the end, won't you? You'll have, <laughs> to, see right. where, you'll have to see where his strategy leads you. But I love that. All right. What's number two? Uh, number two would be when the time is right, um, you can start shifting kind of what you talk like, you kind of learn how to do your discovery story and then build a bridge from that to what I would call your clear and compelling idea, which I talk about in the book, which is what is that one to two sentences that your business exists to do and there's the reason your entire business exists that when you say that to an ideal client, the response should be, wow. Like, okay, I have to learn more about that. What, what, what do you mean? Okay, I didn't know that existed. And talk, um, talk about how to make that affluent friendly because again, yeah. Like we're, we're talking high level strategy here, um, of podcasting strategy, but you've got to make sure you're on the right podcast. Like it doesn't do you any good to go out and share your message. You know, if like, as an example, I've got a client who specializes in working with healthcare practitioners, so it doesn't do them any good to go out and speak on a bunch of entrepreneurial podcasts. Uh, yes. Well, you start, you, so to me, there's always three levels of podcasts that you're pitching. Now you, you always want to be pitching all three levels simultaneously in over time. Now, not, maybe not right away, but I will say there's, there's going to be a, a small number of podcasts that specifically speak to an affluent market in whatever space that you are operating in. Um, there is still value in going on other podcasts that are outside of that because when you share it to your audience, if it's the right podcast, even if they don't go listen, even if they're not in the listening audience, what it does is it creates a sense of momentum in your space. So the people that are watching you on social media go, oh man, I see Matt getting interviewed all the time. Like they don't listen to all the places I'm interviewed. They don't even know half the shows I'm interviewed on, but I'm reaching people that are listening and, most, and, and then even beyond that, the people that are already in my world they get a sense of that I am growing and that there's momentum behind my business and that I'm on my way to becoming the number one in my space if I'm not already. And mm -hmm. so there still is value and there's a, lot of, um, uh, there's, there's a lot of value in doing the reps, getting interviewed consistently, even if it's just one to two times a month, even if it's a little bit outside your space. So absolutely make it affluent friendly by going after the right podcast first. But to me, that's like the center of the bullseye. You still need consistent exposure in those outer rings from, you know, from time to time, not all the time, but it, it, it kind of is part of the ecosystem of persuading the market that you are known for the one thing that you do and that there is momentum behind you pushing you to become the number one in your space. Okay. 
Perfect. All right. So what is number three of how to use podcasting to reach affluent clients? Okay. The third thing is using it as a networking strategy, which is kind of of how you and I met, which we got, like if you and I had met at an event and we shook hands and had a pleasant conversation in between you speaking, Mm -hmm. the odds of you remembering. I'm going to interrupt you for one second. Yeah. This is the golden nugget, guys. (laughs) <laughs> this is the this is the golden nugget. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Right. Like, pay attention. If you weren't paying attention, stop what you're doing and pay attention now. <laughs> okay, so there's there's a huge difference between meeting somebody in person at an event and getting to have a shallow in person conversation versus doing what you and I did, which is we jumped on and immediately had a very very deep, really interesting forty minute conversation, and you and I had a a better, faster start to a business relationship than if we had met in person. So once I started to realize that, you know, years ago when I was just hosting webinars and YouTube lives and stuff like that, I went all in on that strategy. I started to reach out to people on LinkedIn. I started to look for ways actively to introduce people that I met to other podcast hosts that weren't me, just so I could increase the number of people I was reaching out to. And I used podcasting as a networking strategy. And specifically, I was looking for who are the people that already have relationships and trust with the ideal clients that I want to work with. And I want to focus on them like a laser and I want to use podcasting as an entrance, you know, an entry point to start building a relationship with them and then continue to use podcasting as a way to nurture the relationship, which is part of how you like you and I'm sure like all, a lot of the other partners that you have in yep. this program, a lot of those relationships were nurtured over time through podcast appearances on each other's shows. 100%. And also like Matt said, Matt and I have also introduced each other to a variety of strategic partners, you know, and continue to over time because now I run a strategic uh, partner mastermind for all of my strategic partners in the Marketing to Millionaires program. And now they're connecting with one another and they're starting to do business together. And so it becomes this really great hub of like-minded people up to really amazing things in the world supporting and sharing each other's work because none of them are competitive. Everyone is all in support of what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And because you're able to spend time with them on a podcast interview, you know way more about their belief system, their point of view, how they look at the world and how they look at business than -hmm. if you just hung out after, you know, grab a, grab a drink at a, at a conference after the, uh, after the events. So more of those conversations you have and the more strategic you are about accelerating those relationships, the better. And you can make that, you can take it from something that happens occasionally accidentally to something that happens predictably a lot. I love it. What is your best tip for getting people to book you? So let's just say someone is newer to this. They're just coming out. They're spreading their message. What's the best tip that you can give them to get themselves, like let's say they're not ready to do their own podcast yet, the best tip for them to get booked on shows, first of all, how to find shows and how to get booked on shows where they have a higher propensity to reach their affluent clients. Okay. So the first answer to that is reach out on social media. And if you're going to pick a social media and you wanna go after affluent, go LinkedIn. Okay. So search you know, like in your, in your LinkedIn, go, go search podcast hosts, look for the people that are first and second connections, scan through that list, look at what podcast they're hosting, 
and then reach out specifically to them either through a LinkedIn message or if they're not a first level connection, go track down their email and send them an email message. Now this stuff works on any social platform. You can do it on Facebook, you can do it on Instagram, but LinkedIn self-selects a more affluent group where the average income is already 75 grand a year and, and up, right? So if you, so specifically for LinkedIn, um, that's a great way to meet affluent people. Now I do have a question about that. Is that primarily for B2B or would you also consider that to, for B2C? Uh, I think it works great for both. In fact, if you are, if you're a B2C podcast host, you probably get bombarded by pitches in your email. You probably don't get hardly any pitches on LinkedIn because you're not on LinkedIn very often. So when you do jump in, you don't have a ton of messages. So it might actually even work better on in the B2C world. Wonderful. Perfect. Okay. And then, so now again, these people are being inundated. What's the standout methodology? How do we get them to stand out? Well, if we're talking about LinkedIn, you stand out with authenticity. The one mistake I see coaching people to write pitch emails, both for themselves and if they're working for an expert, is always too formal. Right? When I look at a, when I look at a pitch email and it comes across as formal, I immediately, like my walls are up, because I'm already thinking they're coming from a place of trying to convince me this person is good enough for my show. As opposed to someone that sends me an email that says, hey man, I just came across your podcast. It looked awesome. I listened to a couple of episodes. They're really fantastic. I just thought I might be able to bring value to your show. I like to speak on X, Y, and Z. If that sounds interesting, let me know. Here's a link to my website. Like I will read that. I don't care if I'm in line at Starbucks. If I see that email or that LinkedIn message scroll across my phone, that I'm going to go read way more than if you go, hey, Mr. Johnson. I was scanning for a po- and I came across your illustrious <laughs> podcast. Market research. Yes, exactly. I see you have rich people in your sphere of influence. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you can almost hear the British accent in the email. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know where that yeah, came too from. Too formal. I am not British, but whatever. Yeah, it's re- it's really hard to get it's really hard to get assistants and VAs to pitch you in a way that gets you booked. Which I which I encountered because I built that program, um, and that's the first thing I have to deal with is stop making it super professional because the affluent people get to the point. Give me the give me the goods, get it to as quickly as possible, or you're done. I'm like, where is he? What he said exactly, you guys. This is the exact this is the exact same way that if you've ever watched one of our profit intensives, like collaborate to accelerate, and we talk about how we're reaching out to people to book collaboration calls. It is not about being super formal. It's like, hey, I was looking at your stuff. I see that there's a lot of synergy here. I think that we could really add value to one another. I'd love to like learn a little bit more about you and, and see how we can support each other. Like it's super cash. And I, I agree with Matt wholeheartedly. All right. So for those of you who are like, yes, this is a strategy I want to deploy. Uh, Mr. Johnson has some solutions for you. So first of all, he has got a rockin' podcast booking system. So tell them a little bit about that. That is what my team uses to book me. Okay. So, uh, so we've been building this out over the last year or so. It's called Microfamous Fast Track, right? So uh, the easiest way to get into that is actually to go grab a copy of the book because then you get an offer for the Fast Track at half off. Um, so you can go to microfamousbook.com or you can just go check out the webinar that I did about the discovery story, like how to find your discovery story so that you are more pitchable. And that's at howtogetfeatured.com. Okay. And guys, make sure you click on the link below because we'll be tracking these. And also there's some special goodies when you sign up for Matt's, uh, for Matt's stuff through, through us. So that will be, that link will be below here. Uh, so make sure you grab a copy of that book. And then for those of you on the summit, Matt has a special offer for you. 
I do. And we're working out the details, but I'm going to do a 30 minute uh, kind of behind the scenes Q&A with just the folks that are in this, this part of your kind of world, so to speak. Right? Yeah, that's right. So be on the lookout for an email from us. We'll all jump on a Zoom call. You guys can ask Matt whatever questions that you have in regards to how to get booked on podcasts to reach affluent clientele. We'll just do a laser consulting call. It'll be super short, sweet, to the point. So you're going to come with your, your questions prepared. And then if you miss it, we'll get you a copy of the, of the live Q&A. That's right. Our, all right, everyone. I want to thank you for joining me. I hope that you have found this. I, I will tell you, if you really listen to this, this it could absolutely be a multiple six or seven figure strategy for you to deploy in your business. The information he gave you, while it's short and sweet, is incredibly strategic and it's incredibly impactful. Matt is also available in the Marketing to Millionaires Success Circle, uh, which is our Facebook group. So come and join us over there. And he is a uh, expert in all of our Marketing to Millionaires courses. So if you are in our uh, Marketing to Millionaires Business Accelerator, then you are going to be hearing more from Mr. Johnson. So thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Kelly. Had a blast. All right, everyone. Until next time, we'll see you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. If you did, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, share this episode, and leave a raving review. Also, apply to join us in the complimentary Marketing to Millionaires Success Circle on Facebook. It's my private community where I hold weekly trainings, share resources, and collaborate with other high-performance entrepreneurs. I'll see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.